Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast for August, Sep- August, September. That's not right. August 2022. <laughs> that's correct. We do one take. You know, we're one hit wonders, authentic, <laughs> real. I uh, honestly barely noticed. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. August, September. No, just so August 2022, we're winding down the summer here with Maddie and Kristen like normal. And we're getting ready to talk about what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> August uh, is the end of the summer. There's no like big events or, you know, exciting news other than every week is exciting at Northridge and Northridge Kids. Um, and so we don't have anything uh, extra out of the ordinary planned. Enjoy your summer. Um, make it intentional. Reference mm-hmm. last month's podcast of how to um, use your summer wisely. If you haven't uh, done that, uh, but we're going to jump in here to what your kids are going to be learning this month. Uh, let's start with preschool. Maddie, what are the preschoolers going to be learning this month? Yes, so the preschools series is called Journeys for Jesus, um, and it's just going to be focusing on Paul's ministry in the book of Acts um, and all the different um, letters there and um, talk about shipwreck, riding from jail, and of course that's like very condensed into their, their story cards. But going through Paul's ministry and focusing on the theme of evangelism, and their big question is, who should I share Jesus with? Um, and then with that, the memory verse is March, Mark 16, 15, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Nice. Love that. Uh, what about the elementary students? Yes. So the elementaries, their title is quite fun. It's the incredible, amazing, fantastic, very good story. <laughs> Can we so, say that again? <laughs> every adjective you want. The incredible, amazing, fantastic, very good story. <laughs> uh, so they're going to be walking through just the storyline of scripture from creation, fall, um, restoration, redemption um working through genesis john and then revelation and the memory verse is second peter three thirteen, which says but in keeping with this promise we are looking forward to a new heaven and new earth where righteousness dwells nice i love that and so uh just as a reminder for parents in this regard uh for elementary students we cover the curriculum we use covers the whole big mm-hmm. picture of the of scripture scripture every year um, but this year they've kind of done, they've done an update every year we've used it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year they're starting in August instead of just in Genesis, they're starting with like, okay, what is the big picture? Mm-hmm. And then moving forward in September, then that kind of jumps like at the beginning and then they move forward. So we're really excited about, um, this month in this mm-hmm. regard and so uh yeah a lot of exciting and things. something new with that this month you'll notice on our parent queue um bright is the crew we're using they're giving a parent calendar mm-hmm. um so the calendar yeah. is just different ways to engage with what um your kids are learning with like verses to read or the question mm-hmm. to discuss an activity to do a question to discuss mm-hmm. um so yeah you'll see that in the parent queue this month yeah yeah. It's a great resource. Yeah, it's a wonderful resource. And we're going to talk about our discipleship moment is how to talk to your kids about truth. Um, and that is a wonderful resource, the back of our parent cue card, which will be, you'll see is given a facelift. I don't know. More resources <laughs> is the best way <laughs> yeah. to say that. Better, more resources. If you're looking for further resources that uh, partner with our curriculum that we use or even to dive deeper, like you want to do a weekly devotional time with your family um there oh, um the bright curriculum has developed called talk about uh there will be a link below in the show notes uh you could just go to talkabout.org uh which is an awana fueled curriculum uh which is strictly for parents to use at home between the ages of around three to four five six somewhere in their later preschoolers through uh, high school students so you could use this 
and just adapt this weekly resource to talk about the big picture of story um, of scripture and even just talk about truth in general. Uh, and, and talking about truth, mm-hmm. we just got done um, a few weeks ago, at the time of this recording, a week ago, uh, <laughs> doing two weeks back-to-back of, I don't know if it's first ever, it's first in a long while yeah. ever, uh, <laughs> yeah. of what we called Camp Better. So the mission of Northridge Church is to see more and better disciples. That's our mission as Northridge kids. So we did, uh, from the, the birth brain of Christian Sugar at Rochester <laughs> campus, a director in Kids Men, um, a camp. So kids camp that was hosted on site was not VBS. It was, uh, we kept it smaller. We had limited spots available. We did one week at Rochester and one week at Webster. Um, back-to-back weeks of camp had around 30-ish kids at both, I think 26 and 22, something like that, uh, kids. So a little over 50 kids at camp altogether. And we talked about truth. So Maddie taught day one. I did. And she, the big question was, what is truth, Maddie? <laughs> Yes, that was the question. So uh, we, we taught them that what is truth? The truth is what is real um, and real, the reality we know based on scripture um, and knowing like unseen, seen truths. Yeah, we got to work through a creative way of teaching that. It's fun to see their wheels turning. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, what, what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. And, and so we yeah. built off of each day. I, I was able to teach day two at both camps. And uh, day two was, we're talking about sources. So mm-hmm. our sources of truth, sources of untruth. Uh, and our big idea for that day is um, under what is the source of truth was uh, God is the source of truth. Satan is the source of lies. So we uh, got fun um, talking about our, our sources. And it, and it's not just about the truths or untruths we hear, but also the ones we believe. And so uh, every day we had kind of this big teaching illustration. Mm-hmm. So Maddie did like a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. on the first day. And then I built, uh, with the help of team members, obstacle course that <laughs> kids went through blindfolded. So we had a lot of fun with that, talking about uh, we had partners pairing up and one was a truth teller. One was the you know, the person blindfolded walking through the obstacle course. And we just got that practical, okay, I get what you're teaching now on, I have a source. I have to choose either to listen to it or not listen to it. And based on how I listen to it is based on how well I did not bumping into the walls because mm. I was blindfolded. And so <laughs> that was day two. And then Kristen, you taught day three. Yes. Which I built day, off that again. Yeah. So day three was basically God's word is our highest authority. So we dove into really thinking through like, what is an authority? What types of authority do we have in our life? And ultimately we have to recognize that whatever the highest authority is, that's the one that we're going to listen to. So we really talked about, you know, why is God's word our highest authority? Not only because God is the source of truth, we obviously kept reviewing all of these previous lessons, um, but we also were able to see like some evidence outside of the Bible that this is why we can trust that God's word is so faithful and true. And so um, we looked a little bit at some of those. Our little object lesson that we did was um, based off of Maddie's first day, the kids had done the scavenger hunt, and the instructions for their scavenger hunt were written either by Mr. Reality or Mr. Misleading. And so the kids that had Mr. Misleading's instructions. That's really clever. <laughs> like, we had a little help with that. Mr. Misleading <laughs> misled the kids. Yeah. And so they ended up at the end of the scavenger hunt, they got the wrong answer. And so when we went to build a house, 
um, on day three, we had, again, instructions by Mr. Reality and Mr. Misleading. And so they had a choice as to, like, which one do you think has the authority? Which mm -hmm. one has led you to the truth in the past? And so the kids had a choice as to whether they wanted to follow Mr. Uh, Reality's instructions or Mr. Misleading's. And depending on which one they did, they built a house that either stood the storm just like we read about in, make sure I have Matthew the right seven. reference, Matthew 7, yes. Um, we looked at that reference, and if they had followed Mr. Reality as their authority, they built a house that withstood the storm. Mm. And if they followed Mr. Misleading, their house did not survive. <laughs> so <laughs> That's nice. So we built every day. Day one, what is truth? Day two, what are the sources of our truth and untruth? Mm -hmm. Day three, what is the authority mm -hmm. um, for truth? And then day four... Uh, Jeremy was the one who uh, taught us, and we really talked about truth versus our feelings. Mm -hmm. That we there are differences between truth and feelings. Truth uh, is tied to feelings, but it is not a feeling. So Jeremy did a really good job playing like all these games, and and he he brought in cookies, so all the yeah. kids got cookies. So <laughs> if your kids went to camp and they were sugared up when they came home, you're welcome. Um, and so we we just really walked through like truth and our feelings. Like our feelings are not evil or the, a bad thing, but, mm -hmm. um, they're not a source for truth. And we have to kind of like deal with our feelings. Like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, but it doesn't line up with what is true. And so this was uh, a great, you know, starter for a lot of kids possibly, mm -hmm. or to build on what they've already been taught mm -hmm. at home. So thinking about it from a parent's perspective, how would you recommend, how do I talk to my kids about truth? I think, I mean, the first thing, kind of like what we did with camp, you got to help them define what truth is because they're being told so many different things. Yeah. Um, another thing that we did as a part of this camp was just to kind of assess kids on what do they know before we teach them on this topic. And then at the very end of the week, we kind of mm -hmm. ask those same questions again to kind of just get a sense for what have they learned. And, you, when, and you, when you mean assess, how do how did we assess? So we had like a multiple choice question. Okay. So we didn't call it a test because <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> question it's not of the school. Day. Right. Yes, of the it was day. question of the day. And it basically asked them, it was a multiple choice question that asked them something related to whatever that topic was going to be for the day. And just trying to get a sense for like, where are they coming from at the beginning of this talk? And I thought it was really interesting that the one, the very first day, the question was, what is truth? And 30% of the kids couldn't correctly identify what truth is. And so, just, I mean, that's kids from our church, yeah. you know, so just helping them, they're hearing things that like truth is what I think is true. You know, it can vary based on the person. And so there's just, it's a very per pervasive thought in our kids mm -hmm. circles. And so that's why we felt like this was just really yeah. important for them. So helping them just to even and all begin you stats with nerds out there, parents <laughs> that are listening, yes. like, like myself, uh, we, you want to know how this information was gathered. And so, you know, a lot of times at church, when we ask questions or you listen, think about a sermon, you know, users like, how many of you think this? And we're like, just counting hands in the room. That was not how this information no. was gathered. You know, we, <laughs> had, more we had like iPads <laughs> set up with kids were able just to read the question on their own. Um, answer the question on their own. There was no like peer pressure or influence uh, yeah. from adults or their peers. They just typed their name in, their grade, and then answered the multiple choice mm -hmm. question. And so that that's really helpful to know that 
Um, and, and this camp was for completed second, third, yeah. fourth, and fifth graders. Yep. Um, and so the majority of kids coming were either compl- completed second, third, or fourth graders. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a maybe a yeah, few a, fifth graders come. Several fifth graders, um, yeah. But uh, the majority of them were those. So, so 33% were not able to identify mm-hmm. um, what truth is. And so how did that change at the end of camp? By the end of the camp, we had like 90 seven 98 percent something like that so there may have been 95.7 oh okay (laughs) i'm I'm looking at the results right now so yes so thankfully you know after many days of reviewing and again i think that's something parents have to do like these can't be one-time conversations that you have with your kid it's got to become a part of ongoing conversations of just helping them to identify like you know is that truth is that your feelings is that your opinion Mm-hmm. Um, just helping them to identify those things. Yeah, I think that's what I was going to say, like get it on a practical level because I feel like that's when, I, like that's how any learning is. But when we started giving examples of like, mm-hmm. these are truths that you read in these verses or this is a truth that you see in the world. That's when like they started to grasp that concept. So just, yeah, that practical application of like you're saying, nope, that's a feeling versus a truth. And I think that's helpful. Yeah, and there's so many different this is uh, Kristen, you, you already said this, but it's coming at kids from every angle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're not here saying like the school system, if the public school system's the devil or that you should get off social media or that, you know, boycott Disney plus or re- really any of these things that we're just saying that the sources of talking about truth and untruth and feelings versus reality or what is re- like, it's just coming at kids mm-hmm. from every angle and almost every angle is is telling kids that it's a different thing and so we we uh, talked a little bit about in some other equip classes and things our church has been doing about a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. which may be foreign language to a lot of parents or even adults um i don't remember ever growing up hearing that word uh, what Mm -hmm. is a worldview or things like that but talking about that more and more Mm -hmm. of like what is reality? How does the Bible, like, how does the Bible play into reality? Like, mm-hmm. all these different conversations are so helpful for us uh, to put, you know, infuse, I guess you could say, steel in the spine of um, yeah. our kids when they, we don't want to become a culture that's like, okay, let's just be in our holy huddle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know what's right, but, you know, we want to send them into the world, as, as Jesus says in John 17. But we want to send them in. Uh, with wisdom, with mm-hmm. knowing the truth, and being able to um, be firm in what they believe and present that yeah. uh, clearly to everyone. I love, um, I think it was last month I mentioned the Mama Bear Apologetics book. Yeah. Um, and one of the ideas that she talks about in that book that I think is really helpful is something she calls the chew and spit method. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, we don't want to just give our kids milk, like, they eventually need to learn to eat steak. And so with steak, you know, if you've had a steak before, sometimes you, it tastes really amazing, but then other times there's this like tough piece that you've, you've got to be able to like chew it up and then spit out what you, what you can't use. And it's like with worldviews, there's so many times that there might be pieces of it that are good. Cause many times it's almost like one worldview starts as a complete, you know, reaction. It's like swinging the pendulum to the other side in reaction to a different worldview and so sometimes there's good that is a part of it, but it's just not the complete source of truth. So helping kids to be able to look through whatever it is that they're facing, if they're watching a Disney movie, if they're, you know, 
watching some YouTube video, helping them to learn how to chew and spit. Mm -hmm. So like, look at this and figure out, okay, what is good about this and what doesn't line up with God's word? So I think that's a really helpful like principle that I'm still working on myself. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Uh, You know, you mentioned the mama bear apologetics. My, Mm -hmm. my wife, Rena, she just finished reading the Mama Bear Apologetics Part 2 book, mm-hmm. you know, on sec- the, the Guide to Sexuality. <laughs> uh, so good. Highly recommended from her and uh, the parts I've read of myself. You know, usually when my wife and I are reading books at night, she's like, we're, we're constantly saying, stop, listen to this. Yeah. And it's like we're trading <laughs> off. So it's like we're reading two books at the same time. So it's kind of complicated. But yeah, that's good. So engaging our kids with truth of knowing how to make it practical, mm-hmm. break it down, the chew and spit method. Is mm-hmm. there anything else we would recommend to parents on how to talk to your kids about truth? I think one thing, like one of the things that we saw that was really beneficial um, in the camp was the idea of like teaching them something, but then giving them the opportunity to kind of practice it Mm -hmm. to do these fun, you know, whether it was the scavenger hunt or house building or obstacle course, whatever it is, helping them, you know, to kind of put what it is that you're talking about into action. And, um, one of the ideas that has been thrown out there as well, that could be helpful for parents. I think this is a fun idea that we didn't choose to use, but helping kids like give your kids an opportunity to just cook something, but no recipe. Or you could kind of do, you know, similar to what Maddie did with the scavenger hunt, where you have two sets of instructions and one set of instructions is the correct one. And when they make it, it's going to taste amazing. And then the other set of instructions, like create something, you know, maybe super salty or (laughs) just really gross. And so helping them to kind of have this practical Mm. hands-on lesson that they can reflect on and be like, oh, okay, I get that. You know, I, I understand that. Yeah. It matters who those instructions are from. The source of whatever it is I'm listening to matters because it's going to make a difference. Yeah, so I absolutely. think having, having things like that can be, can be fun. Yeah. Cause this is super important. I, I would just add my, my two cents into this. This is an important conversation about framing up the way that our kids view the world, view life, view God, view Jesus, view the Bible, they view everything. And, you know, studies show that our worldview, just our lens at which we see the world is pretty solidified at a really early age. It's mm-hmm. like at the, it's like 14, yeah. you know, between the age of the 12 and 14, most mm-hmm. kids have their worldview formalized and most people, that's what they live the rest of their life off of. I mean, mm-hmm. like pressure's on if we're, you know, parenting. <laughs> right. And so yep. in that regard, and there's, there's good resources we hope to be continuing to put out more. We, we see that kids ministry is so valuable for this, mm-hmm. this reason and many others. Um, because of that worldview conversation and we want to help resource you, but also team with you. We don't just say mm-hmm. like, all right, figure it out guys. Yeah. Um, but team with you in that regard, I- I'll recommend one other book that we'll probably be uh, sourcing. I'm reading through right now called faithfully different. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a book about yep. helping kids understand what worldview is. We'll link that below, uh, in the show notes as well. And as, as well as this, we just finished up camp better, but we already started planning next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> look, just, just a few talking points. It's not VBS. This is not like, let's get your neighbor's kids and everybody else. We really want to help the kids of Northridge Church understand like how they view the world. And so there's limited spots. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll probably open up registration in January 2023. Uh, We're planning it for the week after the 4th uh, for 2023. Uh, But again, those dates aren't 
they're they're wet cement right now. So we're planning <laughs> towards that, but uh, we'll we'll have more information as the days progress. Um, anything you guys want to add? Yeah. So, so there's one other date that I want to throw out. It's not until September, but uh, we're planning uh, our fall launch for our campus. Usually the weekend after Labor Day for Mm -hmm. all of us, not just kids ministry, but Northridge in general. Uh, We have a a new series um, uh, called a church that a vision casting for the future. We start um, kids men. We're we're doing jumpstart Sunday, which kind of us getting back into the swing of things and really exciting time. So don't miss that. It's on uh, September the 11th is fall launch so be here hopefully uh get back into the swing of things of being uh, invested and involved um with what we're doing school starts back you know all the parents say yay all the kids (laughs) say boo uh so we're super excited thanks so much for listening to this week's episode or this month's episode rather uh of the northridge kids parenting podcast